Great to have your company for On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. Very much looking forward to Saturday night, ladies' night out of Tabcourt Park, Menangle with the running of the New South Wales Oaks. The Queen Elizabeth II mile alongside uh, what's also going to be very, very competitive sprint qualifying races. Those two $100,000 sprints, the Schweppes and the Allied Express with the first two progressing through to the Miracle Mile uh, a week after. We've also got a Lady Drivers Invitation the pink bonnet for the two-year-old fillies as well as three New South Wales derby heats. So all in all, a superb night of racing out of Menangle on Saturday night. Tonight, we're looking forward to Penrith uh, racing in their regular time slot. Eight races this evening. The first gets underway at 6.22 before we've got a busy Friday. Wagga racing tomorrow afternoon. Parks and Newcastle tomorrow night as well. And a man who will be driving at uh, many of those meetings, Penrith, Newcastle and Menangle, is Jack Callaghan. He'll also partner up with quite a few uh, important favourites, or those at the top of the market in several of the features on Saturday night at Menangle. And he's joining us as our guest for On The Pace this morning. Morning, Jack. Thanks for your time. Yeah, no worries, Brett. Good morning to you. Plenty to get through. So let's get stuck straight into tonight's Penrith card. You've got the three drives, but they're all uh, well favoured. Talk to us about the first of them, Nyota. It looks as though it's your first time uh, driving this one. So I guess a little hard to get too much insight, but a good first up second uh, here at Penrith in solid time as well after doing a fair bit of work. So this doesn't look an overstrong race. No, I was really impressed with the run last week for it and um, I think we can probably afford to drive her pretty positive in this race and hopefully she's too good for There's three drawn to your inside that all look uh, to be at big prices so would you be surprised if you didn't find the top tonight? Well similar last week for this horse the one ended up holding and then um, probably didn't run into the money as much so hopefully this week uh, they'll be more willing to take a sit and um, yeah I, I do expect I'll be leading Alright we move across to race number 3 on the card and you reunite with Jillaby Dingo a horse that you've driven quite a bit in the past now with Kevin Pizzuto but uh, you did the majority of the driving on this pacer uh, with his prior trainer and had good success as well went to Newcastle last week uh, Got found himself a, a long way back on the pegs, which was probably somewhat of a surprise. Three fence, but uh, he's a great front runner. So do you aim up for that position again this evening? Yeah, I think so. Brittany's got really good gate speed. I'm expecting him to be able to cross. And um, as you said, he goes really good in front. So I know Kevin and the team have been happy with him uh, in between runs. So hopefully he should run a forward race as well. And your third and final drive this evening goes around in race number six for Leon Jerd, Playful Miss, and another that's well favoured. Uh, you drove this mare quite a bit in her career as well since joining Leon. Weren't aboard last time out, but uh, she made good ground in what was solid time. You won on her three starts to go from well back. What do you think of the draw this evening? Because uh, she's a filly that generally probably is driven on the conservative side. But if you go back from there, I guess you're going to be a long way off them. Yeah, I think I'm going to drive a pretty positive tonight, Richie. Um One well, three starts back and then had a little freshen up. Um, and taken those two nice runs to get her fitness up. And she looks pretty well graded tonight. So I think she's definitely one of the better ones in it. And... I'll probably drive a lot of that. 
We won't go through all of your drives tomorrow night at Newcastle because you're going to have a busy night all in all, but just we'll, we'll pick a few out that look to be uh, well in their races. Stella's Delight goes around in race number two for your dad. Uh, has a wide gate to overcome. Really, really even race. That was fourth last time out here at Newcastle and uh, prior to that was able to, to lead all the way at the track. But uh, I guess that draw doesn't look too kind. Is there a bit of speed to your inside? Yeah, the draw hurts a bit. Bruch is a fairly consistent mare that you know, just runs an illustration, no superstar, but um, she's got good gate speed, so she probably let her stride out for a little bit at least and try and cut a few out, if not um, most of them anyway. So, um, you know, if she'd drawn a bit better, I'd probably be a lot more confident, but just that draw hurts a fair bit. And Max Legacy will go around in race number five. She was able to lead and win at Newcastle a few starts ago. You really stole that race with a very steady middle half and she sprinted home strongly. Then last time at Penrith, she was forced to retreat. You've got gate number two to contend with tomorrow evening. Hazelnut's drawn to your inside. Uh, do you think you can find the top here? You know Hazelnut's pretty well also. Um, probably not as confident as crossing uh, with this mare. Uh, this week, Brit Hazelnuts comes out pretty good and both the inside gates at Newcastle aren't uh, quite that easy to come out for, but I'm still confident she'll run a pretty good race. She, she's versatile. She can come off cover as well and um, she'll, she'll be close enough to have a chance, I'd say. Let's get stuck into this all-important card of racing out of Menangle on Saturday night. You've got a lot of key drives. You could have a really good night at the office. You start off in race number one with horse number two, Let's Rock, Let's Roll. I've had a pretty decent look at this race, and uh, I think he's a sneaky chance, this horse. He's racing very well, great follower of speed, a good draw on paper. It's a, it's a hot race, uh, but do you give him a sneaky hope in it? Yeah, definitely. I've driven this horse twice. Um, you know, a fair while ago now, but I re- really like the feel of him. And I won on him at Melton one night, and, and again he came up to Sydney and probably a race that wasn't quite as strong as this, but wouldn't be far off it, and um, he ran really well. So I know he noticed his form of racing has been really good as well, and he's been racing, you know, horses probably just as good as this, so with a kind draw. Uh, soft trip, he's got plenty of speed and I wouldn't rule him out. Race number four is the first of the features you're going to contest. That's the Schweppes sprint with Spirit of St. Louis. Uh, initial thoughts when the barrier draws came through? Yeah, really happy, obviously. Went, always won in the inside gate and um, you know, three's perfect for him. He'll be able to posse up pretty close to him without doing a lot of work, I'd say, and um, you know, he's proven over the past year that he's electric over the mile um, at, at Mangle especially. So I'm really looking forward to get back on, getting back on him. What do you do from the draw? Because he's shown a lot of gate speed in recent times, particularly in that Hunter Cup where he led quite easily. You've got Bondi lockdown drawn down in one, Pinny Tiger drawn out wide, and uh, it's probably not an ultra-quick front line across the board, but there's a few that can really leave, particularly Pinny Tiger. So where do you posse up, do you think? Yeah, I think it'll be pretty interesting. Um, as you said, it's probably not the quickest of front lines, but then a horse like Pinny Tiger, who has obviously shown really good gate speed, in Perth over the smaller tracks, it 
it's hard to kind of get a guide on how you'll get out of an angle because it's, the starts are so different. Um, as you said, my bike's got really good gate speed, so come race day, we think that's the best option. I've got no doubt he'll probably be quick enough to hold them all. And, um, whether he can cross Bondi lockdown, that's another story, I'd say. But just, um, like, I think either way we drive him, if we kind of really light him up or stride out with him he's going to land a really good spot and not doing too much work in the new south wales oaks you're aboard peaceful she was beaten in her heat last week what did you make of the performance uh it was probably not quite up to her best but she just was doing a few things wrong mannerism wise and she didn't feel 100 percent comfortable so we've uh, changed a little bit of gear this week and um, I'm expecting her to put in a really good performance and I'm um, going to drive her really confidently too. Can she lead and win a New South Wales Oaks? We've seen her driven with cover in her two runs so far this preparation. Was that uh, with the night at trying to, I guess, wrap her in cotton wool a little bit? We've seen her lead and win at the mile, but it's always a little bit different in a high-pressure staying contest, particularly when she hasn't had a lot of experience over the trip. But are you confident that she's going to run it out? Just... I guess the make and shape of her says that she probably will. Yeah, I am confident she can do that. As you said, the last two runs we've taken a sit, but, um, you know, just trying to give her a real nice, easy preparation into this grand final. So, um, you know, all the cards will be on the table this Saturday and I expect myself to be in front and um, I'll be playing on the that. In the Queen Elizabeth II mile, you've been driving Madrid this preparation and she's been very good in both of her efforts. She was second last time out in the Sibelia Stakes, not beaten all that far behind uh, Brave You Kelly and what was a really, really sharp last quarter. You probably needed a fraction more tempo to assist you, but uh, she's been very good. Can she cause a little bit of an upset in the big one for the mares? Yeah, I definitely think she can. She's been low-flying this mare. She's really taking that step up into the open company from a three to four year old and um, as you said she got you know within three metres of Brave Year Kelly last start and um, on that occasion there was a 57 middle half which kind of just after that it was basically unbeatable to get closer than she did so um, with a bit more luck and a bit more mid-race tempo if she's just off and what I definitely think she's good enough to um, get the better of a few of the, the mares that probably have a bit more class over at this stage. A lot of them have drawn out wide. Tay-Tay's got good gate speed. We know that your mare's very quick. Do you aim up for a peg line run here or uh, do you just completely stay out of things? Because I know a trainer, Jared Alchin, has said for a long time that he's really looking forward to driving her cold because she's very quick. What does your speed map look like? I think I'm definitely going to come out for at least 50. Um, she's just naturally so quick and uh, with the one barrier probably not being the easiest of the gates to get out of, um, I think we just got to have a quick throw at the stumps early. Um, probably not expecting to cross Tay-Tay, it does fly out uh, really solidly, so we'll just come out and I'll have to really make my mind up quickly, but um, either way I think I'm not going to have to burn heaps of gas just to hold a really forward spot and you know, then just assume the outside ones press forward and kind of carve up themselves a little bit. I think that's where she'll be dangerous late.
You've also got Spirit of Arion in the New South Wales Derby Heats, the second of them, race number nine. Not a kind draw, but uh, it's probably quite an even heat overall. There's no one standout there. Uh, was really good first up comes across from New Zealand with some good credentials so uh, what's the stable's opinion of this guy and uh, I guess Luke's sticking with uh, Rocker Coco so uh, how do these two line up against one another? I don't think there's a lot between them Britt uh, uh, he obviously came over and won pretty well first up at Newcastle after a few quiet trials and um, I actually drove him at Menangle uh, last Friday as well Got, he gave me a really good feel so as you said I think it's pretty even heat and if a bit of luck goes his way he'll definitely be in the mix Busy few days upcoming for you where's your best chance of driving a winner I'm sure you're hoping that it's Saturday night but is there a horse you've got a lot of confidence surrounding heading into the weekend? Uh, probably the best out of those three meetings would be Nyota uh, Penrith tonight but I'm still really confident with a a lot of my chances on Saturday. It's just obviously really strong and competitive racing. So hopefully with a bit of luck, one of them can stick their nose out. Appreciate your time this morning, Jack. Good luck over the next few days. No worries. Thanks very much, Britt. Jack Callaghan joining us this morning. He's got a lot of horses hard in the market this weekend, particularly at that Menangle feature. He had Group 1 success on this night last year when Spirit of St. Louis won a sprint qualifier and therefore qualified him for the Miracle Mile. He'll be looking to do much of the same on Saturday night in the Schweppes Sprint. So as mentioned, Penrith this evening, a solid card there as well. Eight races are first getting underway at 6.22. That's on the pace for this Thursday morning. Good luck to all involved in this weekend's harness racing. And if you can't make it on track, you'll catch it all here on Sky Sports Radio and across the channels of Sky.